There is truly stunning news tonight out of Maine. 22 people are dead in multiple shootings in Lewiston, Maine. Sources telling CNN that 50 to 60 people are reported injured in the incidents, though it's unclear how many are injured due to gunfire. Central Maine Medical Center has confirmed that they are reacting to a mass casualty, mass shooter event. A suspect is still at large as we speak, and you're looking at a photo of him armed with an assault-style rifle. And do look closely to that photograph, because the police, they want anyone thinks they may recognize him to please call 911. And they are warning everybody in that area to stay inside of your home with the doors locked. Police releasing this photo of a vehicle they believe to be the suspect's car with a front pay bumper that is painted black. The Lewiston Police Department identified the businesses where two active shooting incidents took place. There was a bar and a grill called Shemenegis, um, Shemenegis, excuse me, and a bowling alley called Spare Time Recreation that according to a post on Facebook. Now, there was video that was shared with CNN, and it shows the scene at that bowling alley with a very large police presence and people who, as you see, are sprinting away from the location. I want to get right to CNN's Josh Campbell and chief law enforcement analyst John Miller. Gentlemen, on nights like this, I cannot believe that we are here again and thinking about all of these things. Let me first go, um, do we have John, do we have Josh here right now? Josh, this is a very fluid situation. We are trying to get the information as quickly as we can. The public is desperate for more information, particularly in this community, a very small one. And the shooter is still at large, Josh. We have a photo of his car, but with that information and the photograph, how are police tracking him down and wherever that car might be? Well, this is a massive manhunt that is underway involving now multiple agencies. This occurred, as you mentioned, in a small community. Uh, then what happened was police called in what's called mutual aid. They bring in resources from other neighboring police departments. The federal law enforcement officers are there, as well as the state police, just providing every type of resource that they can in order to physically try to find this person, but also gather information behind the scenes regarding, you know, uh, surveillance footage from the scenes of these two shootings, interviewing witnesses, trying to determine if anyone knew who this suspect was in an attempt to try to locate where he might be at this hour. Of course, making that so much more challenging for law enforcement is this is happening under the cover of darkness, and they are uh, uh, trying to identify and apprehend a shooter who has already killed 22 people, a mass murderer uh, that they are on the, the hunt for now, who was using a high-powered assault-style rifle, according to police. I want to focus there on that rifle as we look at that photo. This was released by authorities from uh, the bowling alley shooting. You can see a high-powered assault-style rifle with a large capacity, what's called a magazine. That's the contraption that holds the ammunition that goes into the gun. Why is that so important? Because, Laura, as you and I have covered so many of these mass shootings, this is so often the weapon of choice for many of the nation's deadliest mass shooters because you have that high-powered velocity. You can also fire multiple rounds in quick succession, but also you don't have to reload as many times as you would with, for example, a pistol. And so, again, time and again, in so many of these cases, we've seen that type of weaponry. That, of course, is why authorities will be on high alert out there as they try to identify and possibly approach and apprehend this person, he is certainly uh, uh, armed with a very high-powered rifle at this hour, uh, Laura. I mean, just hearing the words time and again and just how yeah. frequently we have been here and we're seeing this happening again now in Lewiston, Maine. You know, John, you have some new information, we're told, about where things stand right now. 
So police have identified the suspect. We're told by multiple law enforcement sources his name is Robert Card. He's about 40 years old. He, um, and, and, you know, he has, a, he has a reason to look competent with his weapon. Uh, he's former military. He is reportedly still in the military reserves. He is a certified firearms and tactics instructor, which obviously makes him more proficient than even the average trained shooter. Um, he is uh, known to be attached to um, an Army Reserve unit up there in Maine, and he is still at large. Uh, he has uh, got a white Subaru. That's the car we've seen in that photograph that apparently took him from one shooting location to another that is registered to him. And police are obviously saturating the area looking for Robert Card tonight as a person of interest in this case. The idea, and I heard you correctly, this is somebody with military experience, a reservist, a reservist, someone who is well-trained in how to operate a weapon, in fact, teaches it. This complicates it extremely for law enforcement because, Josh, with that military experience, and you yourself have been a reservist in your own right, the idea that this is somebody from that community, it's stunning. And particularly someone who not is just trained in the use of firearms, but also trains other soldiers in how to manipulate, how to accurately fire a weapon, certainly uh, challenges, makes the situation more challenging. We know based on John Miller, who initially broke the number of uh, uh, victims here, sadly, that were killed, that gave us that insight very quickly that this was someone who was very precise with that high-powered assault-style rifle to be able to uh, be that accurate in that shooting. Uh, that is obviously very telling. And you look at the video right there, the still sh uh, shot that was released by authorities, you see someone in a, in a tactical posture that uh, indicates that it appears as though he knows how to manipulate that weapon. We now are indicating why that's the case. He's a firearms instructor, according to that reporting. And then lastly, uh, if you look at this picture, you can see this individual uh, looks like he's wearing cargo shorts. We have, I mean, not cargo shorts, cargo pants, rather. Mm -hmm. We have seen time and again in these mass shootings, mass shooters will come armed to the teeth with additional rounds of ammunition on their person so that when they expend one magazine, they can then quickly reload as they continue this, you know, morbid, murderous task of trying to indiscriminately kill people. That makes this situation obviously that much more challenging for authorities who are hunting from this sus for this suspect. For example, if he was able to make his way into uh, uh, the, a wooded area, this is uh, parts up there are very rural and secretes himself, for example. He, they're dealing with someone who is an accurate shooter, which obviously makes it much more dangerous for authorities who are out there with, on the manhunt at this hour, Laura. A really important point, because I want to remind the audience, it wasn't too long ago when we were looking in Pennsylvania, for example, and there was an active manhunt. And the idea of the darkness, the foliage, what the area may have looked like, the more rural it was, the more opportunities for somebody to hide, to evade capture. This is now going to be complicated all the more, Jonathan Miller, when you're talking about it's dark. You've got a rural area with a lot of tree cover, we understand, at some point, and somebody who has the military training and also, obviously, a law enforcement officer who'd be trying to capture this person. Is there an even greater risk now? Well, there definitely is. And, you know, what we don't know, what we do know is that according to law enforcement in Maine, they believe this individual has already killed uh, more than 20 people, um, mm. wounded dozens more, and is a highly trained tactician um, and expert in the handling of firearms who has military experience. 
That begs the question, when they find him, what will his intentions be? We know certain things, and Josh Campbell's very aware of this from his FBI experience, that based on the Bureau's studies of offender characteristics in active shooter situations, you know, there are three notable outcomes. That the person is confronted by law enforcement and takes their own life, that the person is confronted by law enforcement and, in, and, and attempts to take their lives, um, or that the person surrenders. And, you know, in this situation, given what has happened, this is going to be extraordinarily dangerous for law enforcement even to make this approach.